You're listening to Easily Influenced, a weekly show where we unpack the latest in influencer news and digital culture. This show is brought to you by Cork, the UK's leading influencer intelligence and digital trend forecasting agency. I'm Chloe, Cork's fashion and beauty editor, obsessed with the deepest, darkest corners of fandom. And I'm Jennifer, Cork's culture editor and YouTube enthusiast. Continuing on with our weekly Love Island special, we'll be spending the next few episodes recapping the nation's favourite TV show. But first, this week's news. So, as you guys have probably guessed, Lucinda is not here with us today. Um, she's alive and well, not to make it sound like she's... <laughs> we have an announcement. <laughs> um, she is just camping in Wales, so it will just be me and Chloe. But hopefully you guys don't miss Lucinda too much. So, to get started with this week's news, Twitter announced it will be retiring its stories feature for the which if you guys don't know was that annoying feature at the top of the app that no one used I don't know why they even decided to create it but they basically said that they decided to remove it because they noticed that not that many people were using it and it was mainly only like the notable figures that on Twitter that were using it and they the aim was for like the average user to sort of interact more in the platform and others have actually speculated that they also removed it because they wanted to make room for spaces which is their live audio innovation so yeah I think this is great news and I feel like we should praise Twitter for knowing you know like okay people don't like this let's remove it like you know other platforms could learn from this it's such a rarity like I really wish Instagram would now just cull the shop I will never cull the shopping section because it wants the money (laughs) but I wish it would get rid of it but I literally had to google like which part of Twitter is fleets because I couldn't (laughs) remember exactly which bit it was (laughs) I was like is that their new like clubhouse thing or is that the but yeah that's how little it meant to me I don't even know how you posted on there you know what people would do so I was curious because I like I just didn't understand the point of it but what people literally do is just share their tweets so like I guess if you're like a journalist on there and you just like you know tweeted an article you would just share that on your fleets but I just feel like that's kind of stupid because you can just retweet your tweet so so I don't really understand the point of that and then I did see some people try to use it like Instagram but I don't really think like oh let me log into Twitter to like hear or watch what, I don't know, Bolu's doing, for example. I I log into Twitter to see her tweets and her thoughts, like not necessarily like what she's eating. I'd be so confused if <laughs> I'd gone on there and Bolu was sharing on there. I would think it was some kind of like deeply ironic joke yeah, <laughs> that she was exactly. posting on there in the first place. But I don't think, I feel like there were only ever like three at the top and it was like, I think it might be like a new, some news platform, an American one, maybe like like no not fox i wouldn't follow fox maybe cnn did something Probably. it was like a news platform and then just like a one direction updates account <laughs> they used it quite a lot and like i can't remember who the third one was but i don't think i ever saw anyone i personally knew ever using it yeah i saw some like maybe two or three um but then like even when they used it it just didn't it just it didn't work i didn't understand it and also i just never thought oh let me go and see what they put on their fleets today like that's what Instagram's for could you make it in the same way as an Instagram story like could you put gifts and stuff on it and were people using it in like a really cringy way like that I don't know I don't think I saw people use it like that but I guess you could but it just I just think on a platform like Twitter it doesn't really work because you log on to Twitter to see text not necessarily like 
pictures or videos or like stories or then it got me thinking as well when I like read the news about fleets I was so happy um it got me thinking about snapchat and do you remember when snapchat like first ever introduced the stories feature we were like in sixth form we were like 16 actually in my mind it was always there Oh my gosh, I oh, remember wait, no, it so I clearly. Remember. I do remember, because I remember suddenly people were like scrolling by mistake and being really annoyed. And they're like, oh, now if I move my thumb too quickly, I end up, I do remember. Yeah. I, I remember like how in the beginning stages, like people in my class would like actually create like a story. Like it wasn't like, you know, let me just document what I'm doing today or post whatever. It was actually like a story that made sense. Like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to pop out of a cardboard box today. And then what, like... <laughs> I don't have to explain it, but an actual visual, like... You know why I'm six <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like a, bit, a wild visual story. And it's so interesting to see how it's sort of transformed into this sort of platform that people kind of used to vlog, I feel. Yeah. Because you're kind of just documenting what you're doing in a way. Yeah, I, I kind of miss that. Yeah. I, feel, I mean, I don't, do you still use Snapchat? I feel like... No. I don't even know if anyone I know, if I logged into that, would still be on there sharing stories. That'd be quite interesting. But I miss the fact that you would literally just put, like like you said that the cardboard box thing I laughed but I feel like I'd probably put something stupid on it that'd be yeah. like oh, that's hilarious everyone's gonna find this hilarious people probably just like Ugh. I'm just like exactly like us at 16 I could just imagine because obviously we grew up in the digital age but we weren't born in the digital age so I feel like mm. we would put like really silly stuff like oh let's do like Harry Potter scene or something like that as a story yeah. like I feel like that's what <laughs> our generation probably did in the beginning whereas now it's very much like lifestyle and it's like edited and like prim and stuff. Whereas I guess, yeah. I don't know, when I do when I do go on Snapchat and I see like the people who do use it, you can tell there is a difference to a Snapchat story versus an Instagram story though. There's mm. still that difference. But. That's made me quite sad. I quite miss that. I didn't realise I was so nostalgic for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I might actually re-download it. I feel like I need to rediscover what Snapchat is like now. Yeah, it's very different. I don't like it. I feel like it like publishers and like influencers and stuff are sort of taken over it. And then now they've got that spotlight feature. So it's just like stories kind of has become quite minuscule in, t- in comparison to everything else. So. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I hope casual stories return in life. I hope so too. Because my even. Final message on that. <laughs> I was going to say, even on Instagram, people are starting to put like TikToks now on their stories. So it's kind of like, are stories dying? Hmm. That's a good question. I thought you should write about that. I think that'd be really interesting. It would be interesting. Who Hmm. knows? See you next week. Maybe (laughs) by next week they will be dead. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So on to our second piece of news. Um, So this weekend, um, model Naomi Smith detailed her experience with racism on a brand trip that was organised by influencer and modelling agency Onyx. So she recently went on a trip and she had, and some of her friends, they'd had messages coming through from like fake Instagram. I think fake Snapchat accounts actually. So, you know, carrying on the Snapchat thing. Um, And they were from accounts which obviously should be made just for the purpose of harassing them. Um, and it appeared to have come from like internally within the trip because otherwise these people wouldn't have known like who they were, what they were doing. Um, and she had already posted about this before and Instagram had taken it down. She put all the messages up and she's called out the agency. She's called out the people involved behind the agency, um, accused them of facilitating it in the first place. And she has just kind of received absolutely nothing back. 
And I feel like the story has happened so many times and it just goes the same way every single time. Yeah. I don't get how, I mean, first of all, I don't understand like brand trips. That whole world is just insane and how they just seem to get away with awful behavior. Yeah. It's so outdated as well, to be honest Mm. with you. Like I've never understood the point of them. Okay. I'm watching all these influencers go on a brand trip to like Tulum. Okay. So what do I benefit by watching this? I don't get it. Yeah, especially I think now as well in this day and age, like nobody wants to watch the, like millions of pounds in like the Maldives. Yeah. Like they're just such an archaic influencer thing. And they just seem to hold on to like the very worst traits of the industry, like longer than everybody else. Like yeah. there is very little diversity, I think, on any of these trips. And I think yeah. so many people have said before about feeling they were like just like a token invite on the trip yeah but just like nothing seems to happen from it and like, like even yeah. less so than like campaigns and stuff with campaigns I feel like it gains more traction when people start those conversations but it doesn't seem to do the same thing for brand trips I don't know if because At people all. see it as like yeah because like, I don't know if you see it's like a less permanent kind of thing because obviously the brand trip happens and then it's done and there are other campaigns like out there forever yeah and I think a campaign is just more engaging you know like it has more of a like purpose whereas Mm -hmm. like a brand trip is just like I feel like you just see it in vlogs and that's it really like if -hmm. anything and then on top of that there's always so many scandals that happen on a brand trip that it kind of overshadows the point of the brand trip like I remember that period where was it like Revolve that did it like really like controversial brand trip probably years ago yeah they used to do so many like there's so many like situations that like transpired on YouTube where like there'd be like one black girl on a trip and then they'd have to like do a YouTube video to share their experience on that trip, which is just so unfortunate, which again leads back to this whole situation with Naomi. But what makes the situation worse is that it was actually organized by her management rather than the brand itself and Mm. sort of like the care and acknowledgement of her experience was just so disappointing, especially considering it is a black owned agency and she yeah. is black. Like it just, it's so disappointing to to have read that thread on Twitter. Like it was awful. Yeah. The fact they, I, I, I don't know what they thought anybody would have to gain from lying about that happening. Like why, why would she yeah. on this trip, like say that that was happening if it wasn't? Yeah, exactly. And just like what, make it, make fake messages, like going to that link. Yeah. <laughs> like who has the time and when she said, she said it was like over 40 plus accounts were created on the Snapchat, which is insane. And mm. I don't know. I just feel like the only reason she brought it to social media was because she must have felt strongly that she wasn't getting the response that she wanted. Um, and I checked today and they released like a statement and they were trying to say that like they they launched an investigation or something. And that like, as soon as the manager heard, that's what they did. And they, I was just a bit like, yeah, sure. Sure you did. Maybe just maybe just launched it today. That's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to know what these investigations are. It's always they've launched an investigation as if they've hired like a private detective to look into these Honestly. things. Honestly. It doesn't take that. They know who was on that trip. They can't be in that many people. They exactly. can vet out what happened and who was doing it. And exactly. It's crazy. It's just so, so disappointing. And... I just really hope as well that other agencies and sort of like management companies and stuff kind of take note and just really try um, their hardest to sort of be there for their talent because I don't know, I just think this is a lot of stuff that can contributes to the well-being and like mental health. And I can only imagine what she was going through and it just, just 
sounded like awful. And it's like, to then go to your management with an issue and then not see it as a big issue, it kind of makes you question yourself, which then sends you into this whole sort of spiral of, am I overthinking this or am I in the wrong? Which is just like, just an awful thing to feel. It's just, you know, they're lucky that the people sort of made it clear that they were on the same trip with them by hinting like about the whole boat incident. Mm. So, yeah. I'd be interested to know what the trip which trip it was and who was on it yeah and also like the purpose of the trip again like yeah (laughs) but sad thing is is that like probably the last we'll hear of it yeah definitely I I do think even though like they receive a lot of backlash online I do think nothing's really gonna unfortunately come come out of it I think like we'll see in a couple of weeks they'll start posting like normal which is a shame and nothing will really happen. But I would love them to, like, you know, be like the ASA and name and shame the influencers who were, who mm. were being colorists. It's and... the thing. If, like, if people have to be named and shamed for not putting a filter on where they're wearing mascara and they filtered it, or, like, whatever, <laughs> not naming the filter, then how come, like, that is, like, held to these actual, like, we will put you on a website and you'll be banned from creating content on these platforms? But this is yeah. just, like... We're doing an investigation. I don't know. <laughs> We're doing an investigation. And they said something like they confiscated their phones and like are talking to them one-on-one. And I was like, this is absolute BS. Like, I do not oh believe this for a second. They're probably just asking the girls, like, did you like say anything mean? Like, and just trying to save face because obviously this is like a PR nightmare. But mm. we'll see if anything actually happens. We will see. On to our last piece of news today before we got on to Love Island. Um, so this weekend, Tanya Burr was in The Telegraph and she announced her new project, Authored, which is going to be a beauty brand that has, um, I think it's four beauty essentials to start. And then it will also be an online editorial platform with loads of beauty content. So that's going to launch in September. I find this quite interesting because Tanya Burr made a very big thing of her days in beauty being over. She is an actress now. She has been in, was it Holby City? Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, I sounded like Lucinda. No, not episode? Love Island Lucinda. Love Island Lucinda, not Cook Lucinda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shade Lucinda while she's not here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of hear it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she made a whole big thing. She was leaving. She had her acting career. Um, and now she's sort of going back to beauty, but in a different way. So she's not going back to YouTube. I think she's very much like burnt all bridges with the YouTube community from what I can tell, what it mm. seems like to me. So I suppose this is like a, a new way for her to come back to beauty, but I think it's sort of like not hypocritical per se, but just, I wouldn't be like racing back to her beauty content after she made a big thing of like being like, that's, that's in my past. I, I'm yeah. over that now. Yes. Yeah. I guess it is kind of hypocritical and also like it sounds like a blog (laughs) which is literally like the ultimate way to return back to being in that sort of sphere so it's like so yeah no I think it is kind of hypocritical because then what was the point of making such a statement to only go back to your roots like Lydia I guess it's so weird yeah I don't think it is basically a blog 
yeah it's basically a blog like I just feel like just call it for what it is they're trying to make it seem like it's like this really upscale platform it's amazing it's better than everything else but it's basically a blog like and there's no shame in that blogs are amazing I mean you know some are but that's the thing I think she kind of sees it as like a grown-ups blog and it's like but all you're doing is calling it a platform but everything is a platform exactly it's embarrassing (laughs) it is embarrassing um but I'm interested to see like how well it does do you think it will do well does she still have like since she's obviously tried to navigate towards like acting and stuff like that does she still have that audience in beauty I feel like probably not because her audience was always very much the like Zoella audience and obviously Mm. she's kind of like neither of them were incredible I think Tanya was better than Zoella at makeup just because I think she was actually like a makeup counter artist I believe oh okay cool um but neither of them were like doing like the kind of makeup it wasn't on the standard that it is now on TikTok I feel like that kind of age of beauty content is over because nobody wants to see like a really amateurish amateur do makeup like yeah you do that yourself in the mirror <laughs> it's not entertaining yeah. anymore um so I don't know if anybody would necessarily be waiting on this for like makeup educational purposes if that's what she's like aiming it at Mm. and I just feel like her audience is probably I I don't know maybe there are some out there who've been following her acting career like (laughs) avidly and they're like (laughs) Tanya stands running their like Tanya Burr acting update accounts but if they have they've like left her beauty audience behind her beauty content even sorry she left them behind I don't know who this audience is that's waiting for her Mm. for this website like where are they coming from yeah that's really interesting actually I wonder if she will appeal to new sort a new sort of audience especially Mm. like as you've said when the younger generation aren't into that sort of area of beauty anymore it's more about like what can like hacks and creativity and stuff like that yeah that'd be interesting I'm also interested to see on what the products are like I don't know if you ever tried any she had a cosmetics line with Superdrug in like 2004 teen maybe oh like around that point um it wasn't good <laughs> so I don't know it will have developed since then I hope it has I don't know what these four makeup essentials will be I mean I think her makeup now is very just like everyday basics so mm. I wonder if it would just be like an eyebrow pencil a mascara a concealer a lip gloss I guess those are like what you would need for the whole face so... there's so many brands that do that already yeah like, for that nobody needs that it really annoys me when like I mean obviously you know, she's a celebrity really but like when celebrities launch makeup lines and there isn't a gap for that yeah like, it just comes from nowhere like I like Rihanna obviously had a space for it I actually I've never tried Lady Gaga's makeup line but I kind of want to but I understand why she felt like she had a space she could go into because she has like a very distinctive like beauty look and then yeah all like, that um apparently Selena Gomez's makeup is actually quite good but there was hardly like like you don't think Selena Gomez makeup yeah so, exactly and there are so many who are doing that like do you see like Madison Beer and Vanessa Hudgens are teaming up to do their own beauty line oh my gosh no I didn't Ew. well we're team up first of all like I would Ooh, not that's so random um but like I don't know I just hate when they're trying to like force their way into it as if there's someone waiting for that product but there isn't yeah exactly um that's so weird. I think out of all of the celebrities, like you just said, I think Rihanna's 
drop was one of the best just because yeah. it actually forced other beauty brands or makeup brands to kind of like level up because yeah back in the day it would just be like 20 shades and it's like no you can actually cater to way more than that um yeah which I think is really really good and I think unless you're sort of bringing a brand of that kind of scale then there's no need for it to be honest with you and also it's actually a bit overwhelming we've got way too much now (laughs) there are too many there's way too many I think they need to just focus on developing their ranges and stuff like that rather than a celebrity coming out with it like I've always expected like big beauty influences like Jackie Ina for example to come up with a line but then at the same time I understand why she why she hasn't because it's like there's like you know big brands out there already so why why does she need to do that and I think it's just important that she's instead working with some of the big names to sort of help them expand their range same with um Nima Tang and I think that's really really cool um and I think some influencers should kind of keep to stuff like that rather than just rushing to create a beauty brand there's no need it just feels a bit like a cash grab unless they are like doing it for specific purpose or if there's like a specific product that like I don't know like um the one who owns refi beauty r-e-f-y i can't remember jess no it's jess hunt and she made a beauty brand but basically like she has like incredible eyebrows and her eyebrows were always in place and she made Mm. like this brow gel which is like basically as powerful as like laminating your eyebrows so i think like start with like a product which is like that unique and like i don't know directly relates to your brand yeah and it's something that you can identify with i feel like that can work but I don't think like oh Tanya Burr eyebrows. <laughs> like, I don't know, what will it be? <laughs> Who knows? And to be honest with you, I probably would not even look twice at whatever she creates. <laughs> because no. yeah, I just know it's not gonna be for me. So I yeah. would die if it's just the super drug stuff like repackaged. <laughs> like she's still holding on to it. Like I've still got some more. Oh my gosh. So moving on to Love Island, um, it's kind of picked up, but I'm still kind of like, this is the worst season ever. <laughs> really is. It is. I just find myself getting angry. Oh my gosh, last night with that oh, cat yeah. challenge. I was like, what a waste of TV time and money. Honestly, it was the worst. And I've actually started watching Love Island USA um, because everyone's been talking about that. It's and good. It, it is so good also it's so diverse can I just say mm. in terms of like the lineup and also like diverse of the boys preferences I've only heard dark features once and for the first time ever when the girl said it she explained exactly what she meant which is what a lot of people in the UK just don't like to go into she was like dark features dark eyes someone that looks Italian okay fair enough that's what you mean but everyone else likes to kind of skip around the types when they say it and it's just like just say what you mean mm. um but like all the guys as well, like you can just tell that they are into everyone of every skin color, which is quite refreshing. And then like the challenges are so much better. They like they remind me of like back in the day where it was sort of used to get to know the other islanders rather than making them do be. stupid things. Like they did that that one that they used to do ages ago where it was sort of like, guess which islander did this, for example. And it would be like mm. really like like naughty stuff um and I was just like why don't they do this anymore in like Love Island UK I don't understand why they've 
Or they don't the do that anymore. The been awful. I actually yeah. feel like last night they knew it was dead because they kind of like sped through the whole thing and just showed yeah. the big clip dancing around in milk. Oh my God, it was horrible. It I was just, disgusting. And it was despairing. It was the same challenge as that um, cop one, that police yeah. one. It was the exact Except same this concept. time Hugo was involved. I feel yeah. like maybe they were like, oh, this time we need to get Hugo to do something. So let's just like rearrange the challenge with new yeah. costumes. They were like, so we saw your tweets. We heard your concerns. So here you go. It is so, like you said about um, Love Island USA and how like the guys are like into everyone. Shouldn't yeah. that be the thing with Love Island is that they're all like so horny that they'll cause chaos. Yeah, like, I think exactly. that was the point of Love Island. <laughs> exactly. Like even like with the recoupling, I was expecting AJ to, you know, sort of like shake the villa up, but no, she played mm-hmm. it safe, which was annoying. But speaking of AJ, what do you think about the New Islanders, AJ and Danny? They're the two newest ones, what? right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Danny, I just... Ugh. I've been trying to be careful with saying that I don't like them, but the things that have come out about him and just... He's disgusting and he needs to get kicked off. actually scared. Re- I don't understand how... Do you remember when that guy was asked to leave because yeah. it just came out of him hunting? And yeah. Like... And it's the same with um, Sharif that Kate, that was in oh, the she... season with Anna. I and... forgot about yeah. that. He accidentally kicked Molly May and used the C yeah. word, which, which Faye has actually used already in the season. Um, and yeah. he got kicked off immediately. And then you've got someone who on social media has used the N-word and you're like, you actually allowed him to give an apology, release a statement while he was in the villa. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, It's disgusting. It's awful. Just, like, just kick him off. And then also, like, he's around, you know, Black Islanders and they are probably not aware that he said the N-word. So it's sort of like, why are you putting them in that position? Because if I came mm. off the show and if I was cast for it, for instance, and I found that I they put me on a date with someone who said the N-word, I would be like so angry. Like It is disgusting. I feel like they say they have this like higher standards of duties of care this season. And I actually feel like yeah. it's been the worst that it's ever been. I agree. And then, oh, it's just awful. I, I also, I'm quite like scared of him. Like his energy yeah. around... Um, Lucinda. Yeah, like the way he's getting so like possessive and like yeah. threatening about her seeing or seeing him talking to Aaron. I mean, yeah. that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Was that was so that. uncomfortable to watch. Like I actually hated it. it. Was awful. When like, all the guys were coming over to be like, yeah. did you just get swept? Did you just get swept? <laughs> Especially Hugo out of all people. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh that my was god! Awful. You could tell he was like really embarrassed as well. Like, yeah, that doesn't happen to him normally. <laughs> but he was trying to save face by, "Did I regret it? No, I didn't. Yes, you did, babe. <laughs> and it's okay if you did. Like, no one's judging you. Well, I mean, like, everyone's judging you, but still, mm-hmm. I I feel like that Danny guy is just actually going to blow up at him completely for yeah. it. Yeah, and also I'm I didn't really scared. understand why he got so angry with Aaron doing what he was doing because when he recoupled with Lucinda, he was like, it's okay, mate, you can call me a dickhead. Because obviously he knew what he did was a bit, like, contentious. So I didn't understand why he then got angry because mm. Aaron was trying to play him at his own game. Like, I don't know. And then also Lucinda's a little pot starer as well. <laughs> and she says she hates, like, drama and competition. Yeah. I'm like, no, you don't. I can Honestly. tell. <laughs> She's so, like, she's so annoying. And everyone was like, like, why was yesterday's episode just focused on Lucinda? Like, she got way too much screen time for a plot that wasn't even that interesting. Mm. That is very true. I would like to see other people living their lives. Yeah, like, I want to see what's going on with Liberty and Jake. I feel like we're not getting there 
love story, mm. which is really weird because I feel like in past seasons when there's a strong couple, we often see like how it flourishes to become stronger. But I've not seen that with Liberty and Jay. And so at the moment, you know, me and everyone on Twitter just hates him because we just think like, wow, like he's, yeah. you know, awful. But there, there must be more to him that we're not seeing. Yeah, because they're all saying they root for them. And I just, I don't know. I feel like we're not going to see it until um, we get to Casa Moore. I feel like that's the only yeah. time we're going to see what's actually been going on between them and whether it's a good relationship or not. But I'm dreading it. Like, I feel like Casa Moore's maybe going to be like next week or the week. Yeah, I think maybe, it's no, next week. No, I think week. next week. Yeah. Because I watched After Sun last night and she said like, Casa Moore, oh, if that's happening soon. Oh, okay. Ooh, what you're trying to keep us on our toes yeah. like, oh. <laughs> something has to with this yeah show. but yeah oh my god I think he's gonna break her heart completely I'm interested yeah. to see what happens with Millie and Liam because I actually feel like they might really really like each other I think they do stick together I actually think they're quite a strong couple and I actually really really like them together mm. um and I think Millie is really pretty I feel like I don't know yeah. everyone's always like talking about Lucinda but I think Millie is really really pretty and she's just like has a personality that is so built for Love Island whereas Lucinda is just so boring she doesn't have personality and then neither does Chloe who again is extremely boring I just I want her and Toby to leave (laughs) I am so sick of them they make me absolutely like I just want to vomit every time they come on my screen because I just know that it's not genuine at all really really not and I feel like they might when they like, I, I, you see that tweet and it was like they're the couple that like break up in the corridors and then you see them like <laughs> kissing like a second later and I feel like that's what's going to happen when they leave the villa because it's going to play out like that like they're going to keep breaking up and they'll be yeah. really public like blow up and then they'll go back to gather and that'll be really public and yeah I definitely down now. agree what do you think about Sharon being dumped from the island I mean it was inevitable I feel like she just didn't really like anyone who came in that much. And I just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we never really saw her in there. I, yeah. I don't feel like much is missing now. But Faye is kind of growing on me. Oh, I still just like because her. of the drama potential that she has. Yeah, she's the only person that is also, like bringing any sort of like energy. Like even mm. when Sharon was, <laughs> Sharon was being dumped, she made it about herself. Which was like... <laughs> I don't get how she did that. The worst thing was when um when Brad left and Lucinda was there and she was like crying and I was like I don't I don't understand. Yeah. I still don't really understand what I never she was crying about. That. I didn't get that. But and then she was getting I love angry. the fact she wanted to be the main character there. I, yeah. I kind of love how bold she was with it. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't really like her, but we'll see. I reckon if something does happen, she'll be like She'll be like Anna from previous season. She'll be the person to sort of be like confront the guy about what they've done and stuff, yeah. um, which is quite nice. But other than that, like this season is incredibly boring. It really is. In After Sun last night, they said like, oh, this season's had like more bromances than ever. And I was huh? like, where? Where? Who? <laughs> yeah. Who are the bromances? Like, I actually can't think. There are no like two guys who I've seen talking like really more than anybody else not even like a trio like as much as I hated like who was it was it like Michael and Danny and all of them lot like mm. they still had that sort of group that was like okay like they're like you know friendly romance whatever there's no one in the villa that I'm like wow I love their friendship except for mm. Kaz and Liberty and that's it yeah 
they're the only two who seem like well actually I think Faye is quite good friends with them she seems like she's like quite close to them all but I think otherwise they just don't really care no at all and I just feel like Lucinda is going for it for her pretty little thing deal which again <laughs> yeah. I respect that I, she's put in a lot of time and effort the whole just that line like the, just this morning we were having special K with raspberries oh and now gosh. he's gone <laughs> And then wearing the black, like she was going to a yeah, funeral. The black hoodie um, really showing off her acting skills, which were amazing. Got her applaud her for that. But I don't know. I think as well, maybe that's, I think that's partly why the season doesn't feel as interesting to me. I do feel like a lot of them are in there just for the mm. opportunities that come post Love Island, which in Love Island USA, I don't know why, but with American reality TV shows, I feel like the sponsorship deals and stuff like that are very different to the UK. So it's sort of like, they're not really, they're just normal people looking to find love. And that's what's making it still so authentic. And why by like episode three, there was a lot of drama already. How deep into it are they with Love Island USA? Um, I think nine episodes eight episodes and so much has happened like huh. so much I might has catch happened. Up then. maybe we'll pivot our love island coverage just to love i think we might have to because there's so many things that i just want to talk about like oh there's just so much drama going on it's great and the girls like the girls are so pretty and the guys like there's actually guys that i'm like oh okay like it's not just one there's like actually quite mm-hmm. a few that i'm like these guys are they're hot like whereas there's no one in love island uk that i'm remotely attracted to at all I think the only one I find attractive is Teddy. Oh, yeah. But then also, I feel like I haven't seen Teddy speak since he went on that date. Where is Teddy? Honestly, he's just there. The only thing I saw was what when Aaron went up to him yesterday after he got swerved by Lucinda. That was the only thing. And I was like, oh, he's there again. Oh, and also when (laughs) Faye was crying and then he was just there. (laughs) Other than that. That's true. But... What do you think about tonight's episode? Because everyone was getting upset about the fact that Jake snogged Kaz in the challenge. I feel like surely it's happened because he it snogged Mary Avoid, right? Yeah, so right. Surely it's because he was then going to say Mary Liberty. Yeah. So it's it's a nice thing. I mean, it probably is weird if someone just chose to kiss your friend instead of you. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal either. Like, I know people were saying that, oh, he could have just pecked her on a sheet, but I just think it's Love Island, like... People do that yeah. all the time. Like I've seen so many challenges with really solid couples where they snog the person and then they just marry the person that they're in a couple with, which is completely fine. Mm. I just feel like people are trying to make some sort of drama that is not there. Yeah, I actually feel like when we watched the episode <laughs> that that first look might have just been edited to look like it was actually like Liberty being like... Yeah. But I feel like that was probably just her like gasping and then like that's yeah. it. And she it's doesn't care. fine. It's not as if, like, at this point, uh, like, what are we, two weeks in, three weeks in? That he's oh just gosh, going to turn around. three weeks in? Oh, we're three weeks in. This is so boring. Like we've got five to go. This is so boring. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that actually, that would make it more interesting if he then just turned around tonight and he was like, actually, I think I'm deeply in love with Kaz and I have been that would be, three yeah. weeks. <laughs> we need something, like, I was so, I feel like AJ should have, you know, given us more and, like, you know, taking Liam because we all know Hugo doesn't like her and we know she doesn't like Hugo. And I kind of do feel sorry for her because I don't think any of the boys are actually like into her. No, I don't think they are. Which is unfortunate. I think she's a bit like, this is the case with loads of them is I don't think they're like the Love Island personality. I don't think she is the Love Island personality. Like she seems nice, but just 
nice will get you nowhere <laughs> exactly so, you need to be like to be bitchy mean. and yeah yeah so we'll see how long she lasts um mm. I reckon she's gonna be one of the first to leave very soon I really want I want someone to come in who, who's like ready to really, really spice things up and not just say it. Cause they all come in and they say, Oh, like yeah. come to shake things up. Da, 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 da. And it's like, no, you're not, you're playing it safe. I want to feel angry. I want to love. I am to make yeah. me feel furious. <laughs> Instead I feel happening. like, like every day at nine o'clock, I'm like, Oh, I have to watch this show. <laughs> no, it feels like to. an appointment every day. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, now that I spent the whole day of what, yesterday watching Love Island USA, I'm just like, this is absolutely rubbish. <laughs> like, Love Island USA is just... Like, literally on the first day, there was a little bit of drama. This is what I want. The only thing is that it's just so American. <laughs> like, it's just so American. <laughs> I like that, though. I feel like that makes reality shows. It, like, puts them on this whole other, like, plane of drama to me. Yeah. Because it's so, like, distant and just crazy. And also what they did as well, which annoyed me, is that they dumped the first person like after a week. So I was like, I don't understand why Love Island UK dumped, you know, Shannon after one day. Like I that guy like literally got, yeah, it has to be. That guy literally got to spend a good week on the, in the villa before getting dumped. It's just a waste of their own money as well. Like yeah. you flew her out there, you quarantined her. Why? What was exactly. the point? There was no point. And, like, they keep adding in, like, bombshells, like, quite quickly, which is quite nice because it's mm. it's sort of causing a lot more drama. And, like, the people that they are actually adding are actually bombshells, like, not just, like, you know, someone that you're like, oh, okay, he's okay. A random person they found in Mallorca, like, yeah. do you want to come in? <laughs> do you want to come in? Like, no, it's actually, like, oh, my gosh, wow. Like, and I can't, it's not even, like, you know, with when Lucinda and Millie came in, we were like, oh, yeah, the boys are going to love her, love them because mm. they're blonde, blue eyes. Da, 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 da. Like, I love the sort of like mystery of like, oh, who, who's going to go for him or who is he going to mm. go for? Because they don't really talk about their types like that. They're just like, all of the girls are attractive and that's, that's it. That's what I don't get. That's what Love Island should be. Yep. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah. Maybe this is our last Love Island UK. Yeah, maybe so. it is. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> we should have never even got to say goodbye. <laughs> Love Island UK is just not giving what it is supposed to give, unfortunately. If it wasn't for the commentary on Twitter, I would have tapped out a while ago. That's the thing. Is there like the same level of commentary for Love Island USA? Well, I've noticed a lot of people are like, now let's all rally up and watch Love Island USA. So I think they're going to start shifting. But Americans are definitely giving commentary. But it's not the same as us. I think ours is like, Ours is more rapid, whereas mm. theirs is like they've just watched the episode and then they like give a bit of like an like a little one or two sentences. Whereas like I've seen that Victorious and you see and Bolly Babalo are like starting to watch Love and USA and they're like tweeting as they're watching it, which is great. On that note, everybody should read Jen's article for Finally <laughs> Twenty Nine about Black Twitter and Love Island. It is great. This is Thank your you. shameless promotion. Thank you, Chloe. <laughs> I saw it on the Instagram as well. It was so exciting. They put on the Instagram. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't even notice. But I saw like Vic, um, Vic like reposted it. I was like, Vic, you. And I was like, oh my God, she reposted it. Ah. You're famous now. I love it. Just one step closer to bullying <laughs> and then we can be friends. <laughs> I feel like everything in this job is just kind of subconsciously being like, how will one day? How will one day when we go back to events in real life, 
we just need to do something with her body because I think I'd be overwhelmed I'd want to have the same opinion as her and I'd be like, like yeah. censoring my words first I'd be like is it the same thoughts that yeah she has? <laughs> please tell me you agree with me I always feel validated when she has the same opinion as me and I'm like ah oh, yes I have the right opinion yeah same On to our final section, so our version of our regular game, like, comment, subscribe. We're doing couple up with Dump or offer a brand deal. So we're going to do the three newest Islanders today who are AJ, Danny and Teddy. So, I mean, like, the dumping is obvious immediately who I will want to dump. Yeah. And that is Danny. I feel like we've already discussed that. I don't even need yeah. to go into it again. He's gone. Yeah. He is being deported from New Yorker. Yeah. Like, taken from the village. Oh, <laughs> anyway, hate the man. Um, well, not hate the man. I don't know the man. I strongly dislike <laughs> the man. Um, I would, hmm. I mean, they both seem like very easygoing people. Yeah. Maybe in another world, they would actually be a good couple together. Yeah, I genuinely did think that Teddy would sort of, like, go gravitate towards AJ. Because he mm. did kind of find her attractive. But... I thought they have a similar vibe to them. Yeah, they do. Um, I'm not sure who to get the brand deal to. Because neither of them, uh, because they're so laid back, like I haven't really seen either of them like say anything. I don't yeah. know who to the brand deal. I would probably, I can imagine AJ having like, like an old poly brand deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the feeling I get. From that was so specific. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give her a brand deal and I'll couple it with Teddy just because of everyone in there so far. He's the only one I would consider coupling up with. Yeah. So that's the natural one for me today. So yeah, those are my options. What about you? I think mine are exactly the same, to be honest. I would definitely dump Danny in a heartbeat. I think Teddy's, I actually quite like Teddy, which is weird. Um, so I would couple up with him. And I guess I just have to give um, AJ a brand deal. But if I'm being honest, I don't think any of the Islanders are worth, except Kaz, are worth mm. a brand deal. They don't deserve any at all. It would just be so superficial. Yeah, none of them have, like, super other than Kaz. And I think Liberty, actually, maybe as well. But none of them have, like, oh, yeah. distinctive, like, kind of bubbly, front-facing personalities. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad because that's what Lucinda is there for. <laughs> and I know she wants that. And it probably will come. She'll probably get, like, Missy Empire or something. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like normally yeah. around this time we can kind of see, like, who is, like, the big character or who's going to do really, really mm. well post-Love Island and there's not that many that I would actually like really put my money on. Yeah. I'm feeling like surely they're just not showing the best of them because it cannot be like, what, what are they talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they, maybe Love Island hired some new producers and editors that just don't know like the formula maybe. because there is just something that's not what, I don't understand how there's a house full of all these different personalities and nothing is happening. Mm. Like, maybe it's a different editor. It's yeah. And, and a new, I don't even know what the job title would be, who the producers would come up the games. But oh, yeah, maybe it's that. And then also maybe there's a new casting director that they just don't, they're not catching the personalities, you know, really well. Mm. Maybe. Did they have to maybe cast some people over Zoom this year? Maybe that's damaged it. Because you can't that get... That felt so shady. <laughs> I know you said that in a serious way, but that just sounded so shady. Like... <laughs> Shady to who? I don't know. Like, did they have to cast them on Zoom? Like, 
I don't know. I it's mean, just... it's, it's just like genuinely, I feel like the way they haven't got any big personalities or anyone who's like, I don't know, no one's very charismatic at this point, yeah. really. Like, I mean, like a couple of Kaz and Liberty and I feel like in the right situation, maybe Teddy could be if it was like quiet enough around him to let him talk. Yeah, or something. But, yeah, but I don't know. It's as if they just like, did like a 20 minute Zoom call and they're like, okay, you're pretty. Yeah, see you there. And maybe like just yeah, on their application, they lied about their personality because <laughs> <laughs> I am fun. Yeah, I will be a great time in Love Island. Exactly, but well, Danny, you're dumped. Good riddance, and hopefully he actually gets dumped and deported um, in real life because I've seen people like Victoria Sinusi literally tweet like ten times yesterday, like get him off my screen, get this racist off my screen, and she like filled in an offcom complaint and shared it for everyone to fill, which oh I need gosh. to do actually. Um, so hopefully he gets off our screen because this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and I guess who won? Well, no one really won, but well done to AJ for getting a brand deal and well done yeah. Teddy for coupling with both me and Chloe. Yay! Yeah, with our own first thruple. I mean, I'm sure he would love it, so. <laughs> and I think my last question to you is actually, do you think that Love Island can save itself? It can. Like, it's like, well, it'd be easy to do it'd be within this reach. I don't understand. They could just go through Twitter and make some bullet points and they can do it. That's true. That's very, very like, true. Why aren't they doing that? I don't know, but they're clearly reading our tweets because there are so many things that they have done following our tweets. And also, like, I will never forget when they pandered us that scene with Brad and Kaz and it was just such a, like, mm. irrelevant conversation, but because everyone wanted to know. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, if not... Yeah. I don't know if I can do this anymore, to be honest. <laughs> It'll just be me doing solo love, love and coverage every week. It might have to be, and then I'll just be your reporter on the US because I just can't. I just... Now over to Jen. <laughs> I just can't. And oh, gosh. But yeah, well, that's it. That's it for today, guys. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye thank you for listening we'll be back next week with more news thoughts and insights from the influencer space but until then don't forget to like subscribe and follow us for more on instagram at underscore easily influence and at cork studio see you soon